With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks to SBS Fences, Portable Toilet and Fence Hire Sydney. This is Afternoons with Jimmy Smith. Give us a call on 1300 01 1170 or text 0457 736 736. Ah, yes, finally. Uh, <laughs> welcome to this afternoon. I'm joking, Chuck. Chuck's threatening to charge into the studio. Uh, what do they say? Go your hardest, son. Go, go your hardest. G'day, Afternooners. Thanks for tuning in. However you were listening, SEN welcomes you to our very broad house of worship. It's almost the calm before the storm, isn't it? We've got these games coming up on the weekend, which we're so excited about. There's no show tomorrow. There's no show Friday in the afternoons. We've got Test Match Cricket coming to you from the Basin Reserve at Wellington. First time the Aussies have played a Test Match over there in New Zealand in eight years. But we have got three hours of power today. Let me assure you of that. A big thank you. To Alex and the team at SBS Fence, the naming rights sponsors of the afternoon's program, Portable Toilet and Temporary Fence Hire in Sydney. Go and check out sbsfence.com.au. The open line is the same. And today, people, prediction time. Okay, this is NRL specific. We want your premiers, your top eight. We want your wooden spurners. Least number of wins. What do you want to call it? We want your leading try scorer. We want your leading point scorer. We want your Dalian medalist. Send us all those in. I will tell you mine very shortly. Speaking of, the analyst will be coming up. And we'll get all his thoughts on what's happening in the world of rugby league. We look forward to that. Adrian Prezenko is on the ground, coming to you live from Las Vegas. And just a little shout-out to Carl Faze and everyone at the Daily Nudge. I am not feeling JOMO right now. The joy of missing out. In fact, very much the opposite. FOMO. Everyone you speak to. Oh, yes, I'm going to Vegas. You're going, aren't you? I still think it's a really sick joke from Hutchie. And he's going to come in here this afternoon and go, there you go, Jimmy. There's a return flight for you and you going to Las Vegas. Ah, well, we can live in hope. Adrian Prezenko live. From Las Vegas, we'll have Afternoons Amplified with the maestro. He's still here. He's not jetting off anywhere just yet. We'll get to that a little bit later. Jared Condon from readingtheplay.com.au. He is back for the 2024 NRL season, the 2 o'clock flock. Your chance to win that $100 cash, all thanks to Tristan and the team up there at Top Sport. And then, of course, the hugely popular score update, the Who Am I? And then we'll wrap it all up with the... Uh, SBS Fence text line. So lots happening. We want your predictions today. Before I get to my predictions today, let's find out what's going on. I'll tell you what, 
what sad time in my life. It's gotten to the point where Team List Tuesday was so exciting. <laughs> and there were only four teams. But anyway, we've got the teams for these matches coming up. What did you make of them? Uh, so if we have a look at it, I'm looking at that first game. So these are the big things that we see. Cody Walker has been named to play. Have a look at this strength of this Sea Eagles side. Uh, and then the other thing about it is, have a look who's missing out. Aaron Woods, Tommy Talau, Brad Parker. They can't find a spot in the 17 up against the South Sydney side that are, are missing some key players, Jack Whiten and Campbell Graham. So um, that's what I took out of that first clash. It's going to be a beauty. 1.30 p.m. Sunday coming to you live from Allegiant Stadium. A separate issue on this is Jake Trebojevic. He's there. He will be locking the scrum. His brother's in the second row and his other brother's at fullback. So very exciting for the Trebojevic family. I know this is not the first time it's happened, but it's happening over there at Allegiant Stadium. So very, very good indeed. But Jake's had other things on his mind. Here's Jake's explanation of his proposal for marriage to his I'm, girlfriend. I'm just a nervous person, so I was very nervous. Don't get me wrong, I was very nervous, <laughs> but I'm always nervous, you know. <laughs> you tell us how you did it? Um, no, just just inside, you know. I was, I'm, I'm not an outside person, not in public, so I was just away from everyone. <laughs> low key? Yeah, low key. Surely at North Head or something. Like, surely around the beautiful sights of the Northern Beaches. Somewhere, Jakey. Somewhere. I have it on good authority, and I'm not, not going to give up who my source is here, that Jakey struggles turning on a barbecue. So for him to be able to get that proposal out and get a successful reply, fair play to you. Well done. Well done to you on that. The other game. The other game. This one at Allegiant Stadium. The Roosters and the Broncos. Talk about players being left out. Have a look at the 17 here, and look who's... Missed out for the Roosters. Angus Crichton, Egan Butcher, Connor Watson. Can't get a spot in the 17. And same for the Broncos. Corey Oates, Tristan Saylor, Martin Tapao, All not playing in this 17. So very, very strong sides. And two of the sides who I think will be there pointy end of the season. In fact, might even have them in my top four. So that's what we were looking to forward to. So very excited about that. Stephen Crichton has been confirmed as captain of the Canterbury-Bankstown Bulldogs. Here's Cam Seraldo talking about the appointment of the new man in the club as captain. I'm just really excited about the improvement we've shown over the pre-season. Um, got a group there who work hard and work together and trusting what we're doing. And I feel like we're a team that's going to get better every week, but I'm happy with what we've done over the pre-season. Excited for next week. You've named Stephen Crichton as your new captain. What did you see in him that made you confident he was the right man? Oh, I just think he's, he's at the point of his life and his career where he's ready to take that next step up in leadership. And you know, I feel really aligned with Stephen and, and his philosophies on footy and he believes in what I'm doing. And it was a tough decision uh, with the captains we had last year, but Stephen's a man for the job. He's excited by it and all our boys are right behind him. That audio courtesy of Channel 9, Emma Lawrence there at the Bulldogs' season launch last night. Reid Marnie out. Matty Burton out. Stephen Crichton in as captain of the Bulldogs. It's a very bold call from Cameron Serraldo, but he said, I'm aligned to what he's thinking. He's aligned to what I'm doing as well. So that is good news. Um, Peter Bedell is... Now, we spoke to Steve Scanlon a couple of days ago, right? Can everyone stay with me on this one? So this is... I'd imagine it's in the Courier-Mail. It's certainly back page. Hollywood star, a target for NRL USA. 
So it's a doctored image, digitally altered, I think is what they call it, with the rock holding a steedon. It doesn't say it's digitally altered anyway. I'm just going to make that presumption, right? Hollywood megastar Dwayne The Rock Johnson has been approached to buy a U.S. franchise. We spoke to Steve Scanlon. What is it? 1.5 million USD. I think The Rock's got that. He's worth 1.2 billion. So, should, so this masthead can reveal an investor has contacted the NRL expressing interest in outlaying that franchise fee. To, so who is the investor The Rock? The next paragraph, stay with me. As a precursor to Scanlon's meeting with the ARLC Chair Peter Volandes, the RLA Consortium is getting serious, formally reaching out to former WWE sensation The Rock. So is that sliding into the DMs of The Rock? Is that is that how we're making this formal approach? Like, I'm all for it. I'm, I'm very bullish about going over there. If you can get this money to start a comp, you know, $1.5 million for a lot of people in the US is just a drop in the ocean. But, geez, we're joining the dots on this one, Pete. <laughs> this is incredible. This masthead can reveal an investor without any reference to the fact that the investor is The Rock. In fact, very deliberately not saying that. Anyway, good luck to them. I'm, I'm a believer. I'm a believer. But some of the things we are reading. Uh, wow. Hey, sad news for Queensland Rugby League fans. This is a guy who, when I used to read the Rugby League Week cover to cover from 1985 to 1989, when at the border at St. Gregory's College at Campbelltown, I used to read very often the name Daryl Vanderbilt. He's passed away age 72, far too young, former CEO of the South Queensland Crushers. He was... Uh, a very, very successful coach over in the UK Super League. So I know he had coaching stints there with Castleford, Huddersfield. He was there at the Warrington Wolves. I played against that Warrington Wolves side. He's the guy who recruited Alan Langer. So the legendary Alan Langer went there in the year 2000. His longtime friend, Ipswich Jets chairman Steve Johnson, said many in the league world were devastated. He said he was so close to Alan Langer, Alfie would be feeling today like he's lost his father. So a great man of rugby league, Daryl Vanderbilt. So we pass on our condolences to his family. We're going to speak to Adrian Prezenko a little bit later on in the program. And he's talking about the do's and don'ts of Las Vegas. And he was there back in 2018 when we had the Denver Test Match. That was New Zealand versus England. Mile High Stadium. They got 20,000. It holds 60,000. Uh, I think debacle is the best way to describe it. There was supposed to be a second game. It never transpired. They were looking at the 2025 Rugby League World Cup for uh, as a venue. Of course, that's fallen to the wayside. But it would be very interesting to get the lessons of 2018. Remember Wayne Bennett. So Wayne Bennett was there for the 87 State of Origin at Long Beach, California. He was there as coach of the Kangaroos when they played the Tomahawks on AstroTurf in Philadelphia. Didn't Willie Mason or Mark O'Mealy break their toe very badly on that? Uh, and then he was there for England's victory over there in Colorado. So, hey, I got an update too, peoples. Uh, and that is, remember yesterday we spoke to Ryan Dufty. He was the finance lawyer uh, and he's lived in the U.S. for many years, was involved in domestic rugby there. But he, he also gave us some warning signs about, hey, you do realise that these 38 states that have legalised sports betting – None of them pay a product fee, as we understand it, to the governing bodies. Um, I've been informed by someone who has a direct line to Peter Volandis. 
There are three ways that the National Rugby League will be able to make money on this. Stay with me. It's not a product fee, but you can charge an integrity fee and a data fee. Right? There's two revenue streams. How much was my next question? Don't know was the answer. So we don't know what the NFL get, but whatever the NFL get, think less than 10% of that as a percentage for the NRL. So there, there's two ways that you can do it. The third way, and perhaps the most exciting way with the chance of the greatest revenue, and this is exactly what Tristan Merlihan pointed to yesterday, was a potential streaming fee for bookmakers in the USA to stream the games that punters can watch directly and then punt on. So that's another way to do it. So time zones is, is very important here. But the streaming fee, and that streaming fee in the very early stages of this foray into the USA might be zero to start. Like there, there may not actually be a fee, but there might be an understanding if we get to X amount of turnover, then we can start looking at a fee. But right now, that fee from streaming, the integrity fee and the data fee, it's as close to zero as you can get. In saying that, it's not about year one. It's about year five, year 10, year 20. Uh, say what you like about that. We can ask Adrian Prezenko as well. Let's get away from the rugby league and Vegas in particular. We might as well. We're stuck here in the studio. Goodbye, body line. The rule change Steve Smith wants. I heard Matty White going on about this. So Steve Smith clearly at the end of his test cricket career, well, certainly closer to the end than he is to the start. But he's talking about changing the way you look at repeated short pitch bowling down the leg side. So remember, if all the fielders are down there, well, you can't have all the fielders down there. There's only two. Beyond that, it's a no ball. Uh, but yes, you can get right on square leg and all that sort of thing. Ultimately, it's a good skill that Neil, this is Neil Wagner, has been able to do the way he can get the ball between the throat and chest height consistently. Not to bowl his two bounces for the over and just carry on doing that. So it's a really interesting mindset from Steve Smith. We've never heard that before. He is complaining about things he believes is outside his control. Have you ever have you ever heard Steve Smith do that? Do you ever hear Ricky Ponting do that at the back end of his career? Oh, I wish they didn't do this. Greg Chappell? No, it's an interesting mindset. He needs runs. He's now out of the middle order. He's up to opening the batting. These are big test matches coming up for Steve Smith. You would think he makes it. The next test matches after these ones is the five-test series against India in our summer. He needs to make it through to there. You would think. You would think. But I'll take your thoughts on that as well. And I also see tonight Kings versus Breakers going head-to-head with the Matildas up against Uzbekistan. So interesting grab from Steph Catley. Now, she is captaining this side in the absence of of Sam Kerr talking about what breakthrough is required by this Matilda squad. We have come very, very close to achieving something physical at the last Olympics, the World Cup, we finished fourth. Um, and that's something that sits pretty heavy within this group. We obviously are all getting a little bit older now and the opportunities for major tournaments is getting thinner and we're definitely very motivated to get something physical out of the last however many years that we've built this team up. So golden generation of women's team for the Matildas here. Uh, we saw the golden generation for the men's team. They won nothing. Asian 
Cup was probably after that golden generation in 2015 with Ange. So uh, what have the women won? Uh, you know, it was great to finish fourth, but they didn't actually – something physical. It's a really interesting point. It, the parallels, and this is what Maestro was pointing out, the parallels is with the Boomers, who had been on the cusp for so long, and we saw the reaction from Andrew Gaze breaking down when they finally broke through – for a bronze medal at the Tokyo Olympics. But I know that's not on the line tonight, but it's just an extra layer that we can look at for that game against Uzbekistan, which feels like it's a sold-out match at Marvel Stadium. It's a celebration of the Matildas. Again, we've had plenty of those. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. The text line, 0457-736-736. Righto, peeps, get tipping, because we are making predictions left, right, and centre. We'll have premiers. Top try scorer, <laughs> wooden spooners. Sorry to upset some people. And what about this? A headline we'll see in 2024. What do you got, people? Let me know on that text line, 0457 736 736. Let's break, and then we're back with all the predictions.